This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Please welcome Drew Barrymore. place I'm gonna give it back I really am this is such a safe place where you can love and learn and laugh and we want to be a bright spot not a blind spot and we have so much good stuff for you in this hour and um, you know let's just kick it off with a big dose of good news that we can always always use and it's out there that's the amazing thing you want to hit the headlines that's holding us all together. And with me at the desk is a man that literally holds me together, Rossi <laughs> Ross Matthews. Hi, everybody. Hi. Hi. Hi, Drew. Hi. Um, by the way, congratulations are in order. Well, we made it to season three, which hey. is like... So excited. And that one, I'm like, okay, yay, phew, relief, we're safe. Um, relief is such an underrated emotion. Right. Um, but this one, I actually feel like I gotta shout from the rooftops. Um, so I just found out this morning that the Webby Awards are coming up this month. And guess what, Rossi? I know, Drew. <laughs> Yes. Like, it's funny, season three, I'm like, oh, okay, great, we made it. This one, I'm like, woo! Um, yeah, it's for best podcast, and um, you have to see this image because I'm in between Jon Stewart and Stephen Colbert. <laughs> Look at you. And I've got to just say, hashtag best sandwich of my life. Right? <laughs> Um, so thank you, Webbies. It's an honor to be nominated. We want to like show up and go to the party and just see what happens. And I'm just, we're the only female uh, show, interestingly enough. Yeah. Um, and uh, the only show in daytime. All the others are late night, which also makes me so proud. And you're the, 
the meat in that podcast sandwich. I Look am the meat. I'm very excited. <laughs> um, well, another comedy icon, literally, uh, I think a gentleman who has saved all of our souls in so many ways, um, Jim Carrey um, has just sort of announced um, that he might be ready to retire. So Variety reports that he says he possibly might be done with acting. He's in the new Sonic the Hedgehog sequel, which we'll be seeing opening day with my girls. We just went and saw the first one. Uh -huh. um, and he's thinking it might be his grand finale. Jim says, quote, I have enough, I've done enough, I am enough. And he says that if the perfect script dropped down from heaven, I mean, he's had it happen before, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, The Truman Show, mm -hmm. Dumb and Dumber. I mean, the, the, <laughs> the mask. Ace Ventura. Oh, my God, Ace Ventura! Oh, my God. Um, he says that he might be open to doing it, um, but right now he's focusing on his painting, and we have a picture of him painting, and if he doesn't look cute as a button. Right. What's your favorite Jim Carrey movie? Well, I think, I mean, it has to be Dumb and Dumber or The Truman Show, probably. I, or Man on the Moon, remember Man on the Moon? I do. Andy Cosby. I do. There's so many. What's I yours? I, I think it's Dumb and Dumber, yeah. um, because Lloyd Christmas is, you know, he's just, he lives in my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, I quote Dumb and Dumber pretty much every day of my life. Give me a quote. Um, I mean, um, you want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, <laughs> these Rockies are, yeah. you know, flat. That John Denver's full of beef. Like, I always do. What's the soup du jour? The soup of the day. I'll have that. That sounds good. That sounds I'll, good. Have that. I'll have that. Yeah. You know, I, I love Jim Carrey. And I, as much as I, like, when I heard he was thinking about retiring, I was like, no, we need you now more than ever. But I also kind of love that he's in this position in his life where he can just sort of say, I've done that. I love his quote, I have enough, I've done enough. I love him. I love him too, and I love retirement. <laughs> no, I'll tell you, I do love retirement. You know, when, when, I'm not, when I'm not here in New York with you, Drew, I'm in Palm Springs, and I live my life like an active senior. I am like, like I wear comfortable shoes, I have a sensible bedtime. I mean, give me a Werther's original and put me to bed. That's how I live my life. So welcome to the club, Jim Carrey. Welcome to retirement. All right, next up, who here watched, remember that show Boy Meets World? Did you guys watch that? Of course. Watch the, uh, yeah. Um, you might remember Mr. Feeney, his teacher. I love Mr. Feeney. Well, his real name, the actor, is William Daniels, and he just turned 95 years Yay! old. Happy birthday, Mr. Feeney. And People Magazine talked to William about his long career and his successful marriage of 70 years. Oh. I know, to actress Bonnie Bartlett. Look at them, they met back in college and they've shared a life together, acting and living as partners. And, and William says their secret is adapting. He says when you hurt each other, the key is to recover, grow, change and adapt. And what I loved about this answer is it wasn't like, um, it wasn't just sugary, right? It wasn't like laugh or never go to bed angry. It was about like we change and if you love somebody now who, uh, how they are, they're gonna change as you live 70 years together. So can you love them as they grow? You have to adapt to them. I thought that was so insightful. I love that. Mr. Feeney teaching us again.
Thank you, thank you for that advice. Um, well, we've gotta take a moment to celebrate uh, the life and work of an incredible woman. CNN reports Betty Reed Soskin, the oldest ranger in the National Park Service. Well, she just retired, Rossi, at the age of 100. Wow. That's right. Betty worked at a park in Richmond, California, that is dedicated to highlighting the works of Americans on the home front during World War II. And Betty was one of those women. After facing discrimination in the Air Force, she went on to work for the Boilermakers Auxiliary Union. Yeah, and Betty's work shed light on the diverse group of Americans who supported the war, but often went unnoticed in the history books. And uh, you can hear uh, Betty's entire story in her own words online and the info's on our website. Congratulations, Betty, and thank you for your incredible service. 100 years. Like, that is an extraordinary life. Now, last but not least, it's time for a pick from uh, Drew's Little Yellow Book. We refresh it on our website every single week. And today, in honor of Magnolia Week, it's a Magnolia exclusive. Okay, so I was just in Waco, Texas. Yeah. With, uh, you know, Chip and Joe. And, um, you know, I obviously hit the stores and did a little shopping while I was there. Um, and I found this backpack, and I'm obsessed with it. Uh, now, I am Mrs. Backpack. Um, I'm also Mrs. Fanny Pack. I need a strap-on. <laughs> <laughs> I have to be buckled up and uh -huh. buckled in. I want hands-free, so I'm uh -huh. Fanny or Back. Understand, I like an evenly distributed weight. Thank you so much, that's why I like a backpack. Well, so I found this backpack, and I thought the size and the chicness of the leather mm -hmm. just really spoke to me. Um, it's the Remy backpack. It's made by Raven and Lily, a fair trade fashion brand that works with female-run businesses around the world. And it's made sustainably Hi. with sourced leather and it's handcrafted by women who are artisans in Ethiopia. Really? So not only is it beautiful, but it has a beautiful story. So I wanted to share it with you guys. Look, and we both pull it off so well. So next up on the news, I am so excited because we have a very special guest. She is a extraordinary actress, a star of Broadway, um, in movies, television, you name it. She's been on the show before. She is a Tony winner. Laura Benanti is here. Laura! the show together. I'm a huge fan of your work. Same. I did not recognize you in Life and Beth oh, oh, with yeah. Amy Schumer, and you're gonna give us all the goods on mm -hmm. it. Don't go anywhere. Um, come right back after a commercial. I'm done! Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. And now you can see her alongside Amy Schumer on the hit new show, Life and Beth, Take a Look. I got us a kitten. 
to replace Dad? That's not funny. Hold her by the tushy. Get her tail, too. Get both her feetsies. And her tail. Thank you. She's so soft. <laughs> I always thought you could do better than Dad. in so many things that you do, and this is really no exception. You are unrecognizable <laughs> physically. You. Yeah. I, I mean, you look at you, I don't know who was like, oh yeah, Laura Benanti, she can play Amy Schumer's mother. You look, <laughs> how, how did Amy, you do it? I mean, Amy and I did a play on Broadway together called Meteor Shower that mm -hmm. Steve Martin wrote. Of and, course. And oh. we became, <laughs> sorry, Steve Martin. Ah! I know, same, same. That was me every day in rehearsal, just like. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we did, we became friends that way. And then she just saw, I think, a quality in me where she felt like, you can do this and we'll figure it out. We'll put a wig on you, we'll give you prosthetics, at least in the first episode where I'm, you know, an older woman. Mm -hmm. And then all of the other the subsequent episodes, I'm in flashback. But yeah, she, she saw, you just need a person to be like, I see you. And then yeah. you're good. Was yeah. she, uh, right? What is Amy Schumer like as a director? She's incredible. She's able to be like, okay, this is how you hear something best. This is how you hear something best. And then she just frames it in such a way that you feel like you came up with it yourself. <laughs> well, this show is gaining so much steam uh -huh. and for all the right reasons, it is incredibly introspective. It is beautiful, it is haunting, and it's just fantastically acted. It's so good. Yay, I'm so I glad you like it. So good. Thank you, I'm so glad you like it. Um, well, we're here at the desk, Laura. Yeah. You wanna hear some headlines? I really do. ITV News reports Portland, Oregon just got its first sports bar for women. Wow. Yes. <laughs> I love it so much. Uh, I love the name of the bar. Me too. Right? It's called the Sports Bra. <laughs> a genius name thought up by owner Jenny Wynn, a former college basketball player herself. The walls are decked out with the jerseys of incredible female athletes. The bar menu is sourced from women-owned businesses. And on the TVs, only women's sports. Wow. Only women. So cool. I love it. The sports bra might be the first women's sports bar on the planet. I wanna go there now. I'm right? glad yes. to know it exists. Yeah. It makes me happy. It's just so fantastic. Yeah. I know it's gonna be a success because I heard about it and thought, that doesn't already exist. I know. And when you can lock into something that, duh, should be a thing, that's when it takes over the world. So watch out, uh, uh, the sports bra is coming to a town near you, yeah. I bet. Yeah, right? I hope so. Hashtag franchising. Exactly, exactly. Well, up next, what about this story? Uh, a very important subject, everybody. What is your pet's name and what does it say about you? Study finds reports people are judging you for your pet's name. Really? A new survey found six out of 10 uh -oh. people say they'll actually judge you for what you name your pet. And I kind of get this because if I meet you and you're like, oh, this is my cat Fluffy, I'm like, I roll next. Okay, right. good to know. Your pet, I think I'm, I'm one of the people that judge. Your pet's name should be interesting, don't you think? Well, my pet's names are, they're two little rescues and um, Petey Pie 
and Lily. Oh, that's my daughter. She's, that's my daughter, Ella, and my oh. super amazing husband, Patrick. He's, he holds PewDiePie like a baby oh because she had, she had to have surgery when we got her. She was so abused. They oh. both were. And we really like nursed them back to health, especially my husband. So oh PewDiePie and Lily Rose. Where does PewDiePie come from? So. Bernadette Peters, yeah, you know, uh -huh. a great an icon. Bernadette like an, Peters. Yes, she works with so many shelters, and she recommended One Love for Animals, which is the organization that that we went to to Petey rescue Pie, Petey Pie. So Petey Pie. Oh, so she was named Sweetie Pie when we first got her, and I was like Petey Pie for Bernadette Peters. That's perfect. So cute. Yeah. Ross, what are your dog's names again? So, well, I have, I have, have three. I have three rescues. There they Yay. are. Look. So the closest oh one is Audrey for like Audrey Hepburn because oh, yes. she has bold eyebrows. She and does. The second one is Selena after Selena, the singer, bitty bitty bum bum. Oh, yeah. Because she's curvy. And um, then Pa Earl in the back is named after my great grandpa because I adopted him at 12. And that was like the oldest name I could think of. Wait, Earl. I love that. And you have, what are your dogs named? Douglas? Douglas and Lucy. Cute Aww, names. That's Douglas on the right. And that's Lucy on the left. Oh. All right, so start judging everyone. Yeah. Um, Laura <laughs> Benanti, you are so amazing. Life and Beth is no exception. It's on Hulu right now. Everybody's talking about it for a very good reason. Please watch it. It is phenomenal. Thank you. And we'll be right back. Thank and so you are so you. Much. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. It's a festival of savings at hundreds of stores, including Doc Martens, Ninja Kitchen, and Hotels.com. Prep for summer and save big on beauty, travel, electronics, and more. It's one of Rakuten's biggest cashback events, and it's on May 6th through May 13th. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cashback boost. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Welcome back. Our next guest not only makes us laugh, but she made history as the only female host of a late night talk show. That's right. And today, Lily Singh is here and she's getting real about so many things. I love this book of hers, and we're gonna talk all about it. Um, and uh, But late last night, my daughters and I were up far past our bedtime uh, watching uh, her new movie, The Bad Guys. You have to take a look, it's so good. Let's see what they're saying about us today. want to hear from you because I've been reading the book, but I want to hear from Lily Singh. 
What does it mean, be a triangle? Yeah, absolutely. I, well, first of all, I had to fight for this title because my publisher was like, be a what now? And I was like, no, I promise this makes sense. But I don't know if anyone can relate. During the pandemic, it wasn't just that I had nothing to do. It was that without work and being busy and having my calendar full, I truly started to feel like I didn't have a purpose. And I, that was a really sad feeling to have. And I realized it's because I have never done the work to attach value to anything beyond work. I have never had value in just myself and my friendships and my moments and my peace. And so I went on a mission to build a solid foundation in my mind, you know? Yeah. And I, I know foundation is kind of a fluff word, but what I mean by that is a safe space in my mind that I can return to that was not tied to any external accolade. And so when I Googled strong foundation, a triangle showed up because it's structurally the strongest shape in the world with a strong foundation. So I thought, I'm gonna build my life like a triangle. Okay. And you know, in the book I write about how this is something we're taught from a really young age. You know, in school, how are you rewarded? Grades. Then you get into paychecks and promotions. And so everything we're taught as a kid is always this very material, tangible way of growing. But then I start to question as an adult, what if I have a day where I actually was a lot more patient than I usually am? Is that not a successful, productive day? Because we were never taught that that is something that should measure growth. I, so it really, should be. It should be, you know, it should be. You're right, and when you're a kid, you're always asked, what are you gonna be? Yes. What are you gonna do? Yes. What's gonna be your job, your life, your occupation? And it perfectly dovetails into, I have a clip of your work from 2014. Oh and God. so instead of what are you gonna do, who are you gonna be, I wanna look back on it and okay. then talk about it. Uh, take a look. Okay, yay. Okay, are you not the cutest, sassiest, sexiest? Yeah, by the way, I wanna be at this party. Because it's fun. Oh my God. And oh it's yeah, humorous. here we go. Oh, and it's hard. Priorities as a youngin', baby. Oh yeah, baby. Wow. Um, so you look back at that, you know, what do you think when you see that? So this was pretty early in my YouTube career, you know, and the toughest, and let me just preface this by saying I love social media. I think it's a great tool. It is how I have my job, disclaimer, disclaimer. But it is also a double-edged sword. You know, a lot of my career really kind of messed me up mentally because the only measure of success was numbers. It was views, it was subscribers. So while shooting this video, I probably was thinking that, how can I make this trend? And how can I make sure that this thumbnail is really enticing so it gets a lot of views? And all of that's great, and it is important to run a business. But I would be lying if I said that at the end of the shoot, did I think, did you have fun, Lily? I only just now started to prioritize fun in my life. In fact, when I was backstage about to walk out, I said to myself, your only goal, it is not to sit perfectly on the stool, it is not to speak perfect words, it is just to have fun. It is to be able to go there, be yourself, have an authentic connection with someone, and go home and say, that was an amazing memory. You know? I mean, you just have so much to say. And, and you take breaks, right? You advocate breaks, which I really, really love. I was yeah. with, um, I'm not name dropping, but I can't help but do be it, excited. Do it, do it. Olivia Rodrigo. Um, I know. You're so famous. I, like, You're so famous. She, she's so famous. Yeah, you were. She is, and I, I'm, I, I got so much uh, wisdom from this young 
woman, and we're just having this amazing conversation, and we were talking about like, how could we, if there's meatless Mondays, why are there not cell phone free blobity yes. blahs? Yes. You know, Sundays, like the, what, I, I, I think there should be a mission of like, put it down, mm-hmm. walk away, and just force yourself away. If it's an hour, a day, a week, mm-hmm. a month, you know, absolutely. How, what do you think? I, I know you practice this. Absolutely, and speaking as someone who, I have an entire part of my career, and I even have a, my first book is all about hustle, 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 pull the all-nighters, do all the work, and this book is a lot different. And I think the issue is that as humans, we've encouraged to be very all or nothing. I think the internet is very, you pick one side, you can't be in the middle, but progress is in the middle, you know? And so we don't have to decide between this mindful life where now you just meditate for 10 hours a day and you don't ever work hard versus you work all the time and never take breaks. Progress is in the middle. For example, right now, this week, I am on a book tour and I'm gonna do a lot of press and there probably will be very few breaks. That doesn't mean that next week I cannot then be like, and now I can turn off a little bit. I think we need to know that progress is in the middle. We can have both things. Oh God, I love you so much. I love you too. You yourself actually have someone that you uh, choose your battles to okay. uh, tap into some wisdom. Are you gonna let me name drop here? Uh, yeah. Yes. Do it, go okay. for it. Are you talking about my good friend and mentor, Dwayne The Rock Johnson? I such a fan of his. I am fangirling out. I would love to know one piece of Dwayne The Rock Johnson advice because I really respect him. Oh, you know what? He's given me a lot of great advice in my career. At moments I really needed it, whether it was changing my um, moniker online from uh, an alias to Lily, whether it was deciding to the late night show, I actually asked him for advice. And I'll I'll give you the advice he gave me then because I had called him and I would said, I'm really nervous about this opportunity. I don't know if I should do it. I was on the fence. And I said, I don't want to be pigeonholed as a host now, as someone who just is going to be behind a desk. You know, I have aspirations to act and write. And he said to me, if you were going to be pigeonholed, you would have already been pigeonholed as the YouTube girl and you never let that happen. And so I was like, okay, yes, sir. (laughs) I love that. I love that. Um, okay, well, uh, last but not least, uh, the, my, my, I have dark circles under my eyes and Where? I let my girls go to bed way too late because we were up watching the bad guys. Um, did you like it? This is such a good film with like Sam Rockwell and Aquafina and yes. Mark, Ma- Mark Maron. Yeah. Mark Maron yeah. uh, and, and Lily Singh, a stellar <laughs> cast. And it's just a really good script. It's getting very well reviewed. Um, Y'all, it's bomb. It's, it's actually really, when I watched it for the first time, I was, sh- I knew it would be good, but I was laughing out loud. It was hysterical. This is a great movie. Um, and may we all find our shape in the right formation and remember that when we go like this, that we can get ourselves back to this. Yes. Thank you. Her new book, Be a Triangle, is out now, and The Bad Guys is premiering April 22nd. My dear friend Lily Singh, I admire you so much. Please keep speaking the wisdom, please keep making us laugh, and please keep doing everything that you see fit to do. We'll all follow and be there. Thank you so
This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Here's a tip guaranteed to make life all a little more beautiful. From artist Helen Diltree, you've got to watch this. A journal or a sketchbook is a really good way to start sort of pulling these things together and forming your own style and getting to know yourself. And over time, you'll get used to doing something maybe like a mood board. This is something that I begin before I start any project. And usually I'm creating for a client or I'm doing a set of paintings. So it could be like eight paintings. And I know that before I begin, I really want to get my palette started. I want to get excited about what I'm going to be painting. So I start gathering and I start collecting and I start laying things down. We're not actually going to be painting any of these things, but we want to build a foundation and figure out a color palette and get inspired. And the way I typically work is by moving around the board with color and form and just placing things so that they please me visually, because I'm the only one seeing this. And it's just so that when you come in in the morning, it gets you sort of excited. It gets you sort of, the, the brain starts sparking with ideas. I love Helen, Chip and Joanna. Where can I get more of Helen? She hosts Art and Bloom on Magnolia Network, where she shares the making of her beautiful original creations. I love it. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome back. It's Magnolia Week, and our next guest is just an incredible chef and host of A Chef's Guide to Soul Food on the Magnolia Network. Please say hello to Millie Peartree. Thanks, friend. Hey. <laughs> Millie and I, during the 
commercial break, I was already asking for a second date, basically, Millie. I'm Absolutely. like, can we do more stuff together? Absolutely. I say this, look, I'm in the city three days a week anyway because I work out on 14th Street. So you and I, we're just going to make this a thing. Well, and you're a nurturer. You've, like, taken care of people your whole life. Yes, ma'am. I, I would really... Are we crying today? We might. Okay. <laughs> it happens here on this show because it's life. Right. And we don't try to pretend it's anything but what it is. But, you know... Um, I just really admire your journey, and I just want to be a part of your crew. Oh, thank you so much. Well, you know, it's, I'm going to give you guys a little cliff notes of Millie Pitch really quickly. So at the age of 25, I lost my mom to colon cancer, and I had to take care of my four brothers and sisters. Two of them were autistic. So we, my life has been full of ups and downs, but I say it's most important that you do the pivot. Like, you know, we all get sad, we lose people. I'm pretty sure throughout the last two years, like everybody has been affected by something somehow, some way, whether they knew somebody that lost someone, whether they lost somebody personally. But you know, um, it's all about, you gotta pick yourself up and you gotta continue to grow, go. So even in 2019, I lost my restaurant right before the pandemic. That's right. That was Illegal in gas pumping work done in the building. So I lost my business. And it was like, you just gotta keep going. So when the pandemic happened, you know, I caught COVID early on. And this was during the time of like no mask. We really didn't know what was going on. I we, did too. We I just knew when you lost a sense of taste and smell, that wasn't a good thing. Oh God. Um, but you know, as I got better, you know, when you start to open up a little bit, we started to feed essential workers. And essential workers, it was just like, you know, we wanted to be able to help people and feed people because everything was closed, right? And that is the caretaker in you. Yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am. It is, you're such a good person. And then you get a call from like Chip and Joe. Yes, yeah, so like, you know, I was doing the work, you know, we fed over 100,000 children and families throughout the pandemic. Oh my God, just I'm just sorry, we gotta give the hands for that. And then I get this message, like, you know, I, I started to cook and bake and just try to be happier and help people. And I get this call from Chip and Joanne and they're like, you know what? We're just inspired by everything you do. Let's do something. And I was like, okay, well, let's do something. And that's how A Chef's Guide to Soul Food came about. I love this story so much. <laughs> now, Millie, one of the things we're gonna tackle today is something that I think so many people are in the dilemma of is leftovers. And I heard you say you can and will reinvent them so there is no food waste. And right. I love this particular recipe. Um, and I'm like, teach us. I'm in your car, you are the driver. Teach us, Millie, what are we doing? Absolutely, so people oftentimes say, you know what, I don't eat leftovers. I'm a big leftover girl. I just feel like, you know, it tastes better the next day. But some people, they just don't care for it. But we live in a society where we shouldn't be throwing away food, right? I agree. So this recipe is my magnolia macaroni and cheese. And I, um... You mean this right here? Yes, I want you to taste that because I heard that that's your favorite thing is macaroni and cheese. It's um, my number one food on planet Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, is, it, I'm salivating. Yep, just going for it. See, see, there you go. That's right, that's, yep, that's exactly what we're looking for. Uh-huh, Millie, keep going. So, so, so it's really good. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna take this macaroni and cheese and we're gonna repurpose it to something else. So we're gonna make a macaroni and cheese waffle. You know, you get that crispy, crunchy with a little bit more cheese, so you get that ooey-gooey moment of it. But then oftentimes we have leftover protein. So sometimes people cook protein, they may overcook it, it may be dried out. So in this pan, we have a tablespoon or so of, so of um, olive oil. We have some caramelized onions, and then we're gonna add some garlic. I love garlic. 
This is about six cloves, but add more or less if you like. We're also gonna bring some brisket back to life We're gonna bring some too. brisket back to life. So we already have some chopped brisket here. And we're gonna dump this in. Had that, and it smells good already. And because you know I love soul food and Southern food because there are soul food and Southern food are different. There are seven cuisines to Southern food, but we're gonna take a little Cajun seasoning. You're gonna add a little bit more spice to it. How much, Millie? His as much big... as like as you like. I do a big pinch. I I don't. I'm not subtle about anything, so. Mm-hmm. And and when I make my Cajun seasoning, I do it salt free. To your point, is you're not subtle about it, so it gives you all that flavor, but you're not making it salty. Because don't forget, we already cooked this already, and it has salt in the meat. Right. And then so we have this going, and then we're gonna add some stock. Yeah, because brisket can get dry. It and can get so dry, and we're just rehydrating it. Is this stock? This is stock, this is beef stock we're using. We're adding flavor upon flavor. If you have chicken stock, if you have like some beef bouillon, whatever it is, you got vegetable stock, or you can even add water. See, this is what I mean about reconstituting. You are mm -hmm. bringing this into not just back to life, but a new life. Absolutely, and it'll be equally delicious. And then we added some stock, and now we're gonna add some barbecue sauce. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I heard somebody say, mmm. I, I mean, oh God, I love barbecue sauce. I love barbecue this... sauce. And if you make barbecue sauce, feel free to use a jarred barbecue sauce if you like. It's all about making things your own. And that's one thing I like about soul food so much. You make things your own. And I show you guys how I make cornbread and macaroni and cheese and everything in my Magnolia project. I put cinnamon in my cornbread. But if you don't like cinnamon, don't use cinnamon. It's all about showing you the technique on the reason why I do things. And it's most important that we're telling a story. And that's the one thing I like about the Magnolia Network. They got us a whole bunch of us storytellers together and we're able to tell stories, you know? Yes, absolutely. Now, how long, do I wanna cook the liquid out? Um, how long would you suggest that I let this go, Millie? So we'll let this go for about 10 or 15 minutes. You're gonna constantly stir oh, it. Oh, see, I'm glad I asked. All I right. would have pulled this off and had something kind of drippy, and I would not have thought to leave it in there for 10 or 15, 10 or 15 I'm really glad I asked. You're rehydrating it if you overcook it, and then it can pull together a little bit more so you can have like this pulled brisket, but most importantly, you want it rehydrated, you want the flavor, and you want it to be very moist. See, this is why I don't know what I'm doing. All right, we're gonna go to a quick commercial break, mm -hmm. and when we come back, Millie is gonna finish this gorgeous, delectable dish up. We'll be right back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. turn our leftovers into a brand new meal, which is so waste friendly. Mm -hmm. And also I think we need to learn how to tackle leftovers in a right. new and inventive ways. So Millie, we just rehydrated the brisket. Mm -hmm. um, we 
Left it on for about 10 or 15 minutes, which kind of surprised me, but it's like, that's what's gonna do it. Give it the time, invest in it, and um, now, what are we doing? So we're gonna take our leftover macaroni and cheese. I mean, oftentimes there's never any leftover macaroni and cheese, but not, in this instance, we me. have a little bit leftover. So what we'll do is we have some sliced pieces. They're already cold, and we're gonna put some into our waffle iron. Oh, so you like, you chill it. You chill it. So this is like when you have it leftover, you take it out the um, the casserole dish. Oh God. So we're gonna add one piece of macaroni on the bottom. Only one's fitting in here, so. Then we're gonna put some cheese in the middle. Oh, okay, more cheese, sure. And then we'll take another piece of the waffle and, I mean the waffle, the macaroni and cheese and we're gonna put it on top. Oh, another, okay, great. We're gonna create like a little sandwich. Oh. I mean, yes, And be careful, please. that's really hot. Yes. And then as it melts down, it'll close some more. And this is what it looks like. See, oh nice, my God. Ooh, gooey, nice and cheesy. <sighs> and then we have our brisket. So we're just gonna Look put some this, on guys. top. Look at this. I'm gonna put some on top. And you put as little or as much as you like on top. Then I have some scallions. I love a good green onion. I love a chive, a scallion, a shallot, an onion, a garlic. Leek, a everything. Leek. Yes, ah! yes ma'am. Mm -hmm. I just made this like leek-based soup the other day and it was, oh, it was so good. I, I love um, all types of onions. I, I'm going big here, Millie. And I can see the onions, which I really like. They're and you saw how we caramelized them, so they got a little sweeter. So this is like a good balanced dish. And then here I have oh it with God. some, another repurposed dish. This is my New York Times mango slaw. And you can use leftover fruit that you have in your refrigerator. I have some cabbage, some carrots in there. If you have some collard greens that are left over, shred them up, put them in there. This is a wonderful counterbalance to all of this savory, cheesy, gooey deliciousness we have going on. Well, let's just taste this. How Literally. about we do that? Uh, uh, just... You know what, okay, now. You wanna focus on getting the plate so clean, you gotta eat it, don't make it cold I now. might start licking it, I don't know. All right, now it's gorgeous. Oh, okay, here it is, here's my, my plate that I worked so hard on. Gorgeous. Um, and now I'm gonna rip into it. This is good. God, oh, Millie. I love that I asked you for a second date. I literally was like, hi, nice to meet you. Can we do this again? Mm-hmm. Look at how good that is. That little hit of the green, the parsley and the onion, it really gives it that brightness yes. and that kick of freshness. Come on, Chef Juicy, you see our freshness, brightness, all of the chef terms, I love it. Look, you, you're just savoring all the moment right now. It's just so delicious, you just wanna get into it. I am a cookbook club um, person. Mm -hmm. I collect cookbooks, so I wanted to start a club. And also, I've learned to cook through watching shows. Mm -hmm. And so these shows are very meaningful and important. They're educating all of us. Right. Um, and turning us in, to um, more active chefs at home rather than being insecure because you don't have formal training or any training. And you don't need any. And that's the beauty of it. Like, I'm not formally trained. 
These are just recipes that I've cultivated. These are recipes that I've made my own. And that's what I hope that Chef's Guide to Soul Food and all the wonderful workshops on the Magnolia Network teaches each and every person, whether it's, you know, Hilton Carter with the plants and, you know, wonderful bakers like Elise Smith and Sam. I'm going to become a propagator because Joanna, mm -hmm. Joe, Joe, hey boo, has turned me on to the world of propagating plants. Mm -hmm. I mean, I get so much. I Yesterday I was drooling over her fettuccine Alfredo. Like, I'm a Magnolia girl through and through, and they are better off for having you, oh, thank you. on their network. And we want to thank them for all these wonderful opportunities. Thank you. Millie Paratree, go to thedrewbarryheartshow.com for the full recipe and watch Millie's Magnolia Workshop Series, A Chef's Guide to Soul Food, exclusively on the one and only Magnolia app. Lovely. And we'll be right back. to play a quick round of Druth or Dare. Yeah. All right, uh, we have Sean Bunch. Hi, Sean. Hi. Hi, Drew. Hi, Ross. How y'all doing? I love your name. Oh, thank you. Sean my Bunch. mother gave it to me. <laughs> um, so I and my boyfriend are a big fan of yours on Drag Race. Oh, thank you. You're talking to me. Thank you. I am. Thank so, you so much. I am to me. You know, it's my daughter Olive's favorite show. It is, Oh, right? she loves it. Yeah. Well, we all love it at our house. I love it, too. I can't believe I get to do it. <laughs> well, I have a Druth for both of you. Okay. So, my Druth today is, what would both of your drag names be? Oh. oh. Do we get judged on our drag names the way we get judged on our pet names? <laughs> Not, today. Not today. Okay. Um, oh, I, you know, people ask me that. I never have a good answer for that. I have never, I've actually never done drag before um, yet. Um, could I just go with Nelly? <laughs> I mean, you could go with Nelly, but I mean, uh, do you have one for me? A better one? I mean, what about uh, Rosse all day? Oh. Or how about uh, Farrah Rossett? <gasps> Farrah Rossett. That's I mean, so good. That I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There we go. Mm -hmm. Farrah Rossett. And how about for you, Drew? Um, Motley Drew. Oh. I mean, I am rebellious. Yeah. Um, what about you, Sean Bunch? You got one for you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I'm Miss Ruby Troutman. <laughs> <laughs> Shantae, you stay. Oh, uh, yeah. Well done. Well done. Well, I just want to thank everybody for coming out today and anyone who is out there watching wherever you are, however you watch. I just want to say thank you for taking the time because we make this show for you. So please take it with you. It's for you. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.